Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nerd friendly. Geek approved. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Hello, nurses. This is Wacko from Animaniacs, and you're listening to The Riley and Kimmy Show. You know why? Because you're smart. See you later. And thanks for being so smart. That's right, you're on episode 468 of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Now, if you've been with us for all 467 other episodes before, you are really smart. I'd say you're a Stephen Hawking's Einstein kind of smart, wouldn't you, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. That is for sure. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is a person who travels through space and time with me and also causes all kinds of trouble, and that is... Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! She seems nice. You don't. I am the nice one. Actually, we, we both are. And uh, Kimmy proves that from time to time when we let her out, when we let her socialize. You know, we occasionally, we keep her locked up in a in a uh, room, sort of like uh, in Jane Eyre, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of it? Yeah. Yeah, and we, we occasionally let you out. Maybe you're like Winter Soldier. We just, you know, we thaw you out every once in a while. You go out, do your business, and then back in the deep freeze it is. Hmm? Hmm. I think it is. We could call Kimmy Winter Soldier. You know, maybe that's your next kind of cosplay. Kimmy, by the way, is distracted on this episode 468 because I put up some new uh, framed art because I went out to the big store and picked up some uh, frames. I didn't get enough of them because the, the the store I went to didn't have all of them. And also one of the reasons it didn't have all of them is one of the artists I picked up something from at Megacon, he's got this mutant size print now. Mm. He has he has a biggest print I have. I don't think anybody has a print this size available at anybody's table ever at any convention. And that nasty person is Nathan Z. Nathan Zerdy. Mm-hmm. I'm teasing you, Nathan. It is a big print, but I guess it's got to be big because it is what superhero? Wonder Woman. And it's not just any Wonder Woman. What Wonder Woman is it? Linda Carter. Yes, and uh, it is big. It's gorgeous. It's, but it's big. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm still looking. There's a big space uh, on part of the wall that for that, and it's there. Also, I need to pick up frames for the Raven Wolves. Now, if you want to see uh, some of the frame stuff I've done, I have that available right on our website and also social media. You can check that out at RileyandKimmy.com. So if Kimmy kind of drifts off on this episode, one of the reasons is I made a mistake and put it on the side she looks at while we're recording. Mm -hmm. So she gets a little distracted. Mm -hmm. You're sort of like uh, Jar Jar Binks in the, uh, you know, the underwater craft going through the planet's core. Yeah. Cooper fish. Cooper fish. There's Kimmy. Yeah. All right. Are you with me for right now? Can you give me that focus? Yes. All right. That's good. Now, on episode 468, we're going to go back in time because we're going to pay tribute to a certain comic book cartoon character that has a big deal going on a Wednesday. And being a Wednesday, Kimmy, the day this show becomes available. You know what that is in the world of comic books, don't you? Yeah, it's New Comic Book Day. That's right. And we will be talking about that, something that you might want to head to your favorite comic book store and check out over the next few days. Maybe you want to rush out and get it on a Wednesday. We have that. But first, the Riley and Kimmy show made an error in something in a previous episode 467. Not a big error, but it is kind of a big error because of who it is. We omitted something, I guess would be the correct term, right? Mm-hmm. And Kimmy is here to correct things. Now, Kimmy, what did we omit 
from Free Comic Book Day at Smash Comics and Games in Sanford, Florida. I don't know how it happened, but we uh, failed to mention Phantasmagoria will be there. Oh my goodness, I am going to hear this for a long time. Now, Phantasmagoria is a good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show, and we are good friends to Phantasmagoria. Mm -hmm. Just blame me. You know, I am the root to all bad man. all things that go bad with the Riley and Kimmy show. It's just me. I'm, I'm at fault. Mm-hmm. So Phantasmagoria will be there. Now, if you've never seen Phantasmagoria perform, this is something to check out. Definitely. And it'll be fun for the entire family. Mm-hmm. And they definitely have a, a steampunk feel to them. Would you not say? Oh, yes. oh yeah, I'd say that. Uh, and it's fun. It'll be real fun. And it'll be different, I guarantee, because some people think Free Comic Book Day, and they might think, well, it's just going to be uh, some of those crazy people dressed up in, uh, you know, spandex and lycra and superheroes and things like that. Uh, this is not going to be your average type of th- arrangement. This is going to be like a, you know, a, what, a mesh-up of a whole bunch of worlds mm-hmm. in a fun way, kind of like a time-traveling thing, which kind of fits in with the steampunk thing. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have this, like, wild, you know, team-up and a who's-who of... Genres. Steampunk, superheroes, villains, oh, yeah. belly dancers. Uh, and belly dance. I forgot about that. That means... That means Phoenicia. Oh, Phoenicia and her troupe will be there, right? Phoenicia and her troupe will be there performing. And, of course, that also means some artists will be there. Now, can you give me just an idea of some of the artists who will be there? Sure. Well, um, George Perez, of course. The legendary artist, George Perez. He will be there. Nathan Zerdzi. And oh, by the way, before I forget, it, you know, George has a new comic book out series that's running, and it's called Sirens. Now, if you don't have Sirens yet, you could stop by Smash Comics and Games and pick up some issues. They do have, you know, the previous issues that are, I think it's one, two, and three that's out right now. We're waiting for number four from George. And you could get those signed by George. Uh huh. So, and even Phoenicia, because she's in it. That's right. Phoenicia is a model and actually a, the that's prime. Her. She, his his beautiful wife. Yes, and she is a, mm-hmm. would you say the alpha character, I guess, uh, you know, center point, focal point in it. And I'm sure she'll sign. We have one signed by her. Uh, and, you know, she would be happy to do that. I'm speaking on her behalf now, if you notice. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm doing that for her. Yes. <laughs> I know she'll love me for that. So there's George and there's others that'll be there. Who else in the artist alley? Monica and Graven, Raven Wolf. Oh, beautiful art. Sean Surface. Ooh, the man who is coming out with the new comic book, Mandy, and mm-hmm. did the Riley and Kimmy Show's new logo. So you got to check him out. And he's got a wide range of material, and he will be sketching, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyone? And and many others. And many others. And you can find all of them right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Find the entire list for free comic book day. Who's who at the zoo? And by the way, I think, uh, who else is there? Oh, Yeah. Riley and Kimmy. Oh, that's right. We're there. Uh, we've been uh, invited. We have our own little table space. Uh-huh. And that'll be there. And please stop on by and check out uh, Smash Comics and Games. Free comic books will be available, and it'll just be a fun family environment. You know, since where it is is out in the mall, you can come in for a little bit and then just roam around the mall, and there's plenty of eating establishments around the mall area. Maybe you don't want to just eat in the mall. And, you know, come back because it's 6 o'clock. It is belly dancing time. Mm-hmm. And it is fun family entertainment 
I mean, it's safe for everybody. You don't have to hide anybody's eyes. It's mm-hmm. nothing like that. It's not like the uh, belly dancing thing that one of Kimmy's relatives had when I first met Kimmy many years ago. Uh, that was a little different. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like that, is it? Mm-mm. It's not like something you'd see in the movie 300. You know, when you go into Xerxes' tent, remember some of that mm. uh, kind of dancing going on mm-hmm. there? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's none of that kind of going there. It's, it's definitely family fun entertainment. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to find out more about Smash Comics and Games, go right to our website at RileyAndKimmy.com. By the way, go to our website for uh, locations where comic book shops are because Free Comic Book Day is at most participating at most you know, comic book stores throughout the U.S. Not all of them, but most in other parts of the world as well. And you can find out U.S. locations right on our website at RileyAndKimmy.com. Well, Kimmy, some changes are coming to Sesame Street. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be changing the street a little bit. The residents of Sesame Street are being treated to a remodel after 45 seasons, according to Variety. Okay. Now, the changes to the iconic neighborhood set include a new nest for Big Bird and a new community center. Now, they are meant to offer young viewers a better sense of the homes. Can we call them Muppets? I guess they are, of the Muppets. Now, quote, anchoring our core characters in places around our neighborhood will help kids build an even deeper bond with our characters by better understanding who they are, where they live, and what they do, unquote, the executive producer of Sesame Street said in a statement. Now, the redesign was helmed by Tony Award-winning set designer David Gallo. In addition to a more vibrant overall look, Gallo's changes include a new garden for Abby, a renovated Hooper store with Cookie Monster dwelling upstairs, a rooftop sitting area, a newsstand, and a new location for Oscar's garbage can, in addition to recycling bins and compost receptacles for him across the street. Mm. And then Elmo's not left out. Elmo's new digs are the cornerstone of 123 Sesame Street Brownstone. They are full, colorful cubbies and artwork to reflect the bedrooms of little kids watching the show. Sesame Street 46 will appear this fall on PBS Kids. Now, my question to you is, why in the devil do they need to do this? Why? I don't know. First of all, I don't know. You know, I don't know in, in cost or effectiveness. I, I mean, maybe it'd be too expensive to CGI, you know, blue screen it, green screen it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't even know why they even have to do any episodes, period. Why there has to be a 46 edition. I, right. You know, I, I, that part, I, I, and I just think, the alphabet doesn't change and neither do the numbers. Right. So that part, I don't, you know, I just don't see a necessity. Yeah. 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 And the other part is this. Okay. If you're going to make the change, why not, why not do something good with a storyline? Now, here's the idea. And I'm not trying to be, I'm not, cr- this, you know, I am kind of crazy, but this is, I'm being serious here. Not joking. Have a tragedy happen to Sesame Street. Have a fire, have a tornado, have some disaster happen because it would be realistic from the aspect of tragedy and how to deal with it and how the community pulls together to rebuild Sesame Street. That was kind of scary. You know, well, but do you remember when there's been some bad times that have happened? I'm not going to say what they, they mm-hmm. are in the, in the mm-hmm. last, what, mm-hmm. you know, number of years. And at the time when 
Fred Rogers was still alive, he went on TV to reassure children just how things are and not to be scared, and, or it was okay to be scared and things like that. But, you know, uh, there are people there to help and, and you know, not mm-hmm. to continually to be scared. And I think that's a good message, and I think it would be good with this. And it also explain the change and, and, that, and, and everybody could get into it. I just, mm. That's just an idea, okay? A little bit. I know I'm a little bit of a whacked out of my gourd at times, but I just kind of, you know, something just stood out to me a little bit. Okay. I take it you do not agree with me on that one. I think that could be pretty scary because, yeah. you know, not even Sesame Street is safe. Well, wow. maybe Kimmy's right about that. Maybe you do have a point. So I'm going to go back to my, I guess my original one is don't make any change at all. Yeah. Leave it be. Don't, don't, uh, don't do that. So there. Okay. I didn't mean to open up a can of. Sesame Street worms. That's not a good thing. Yeah, that wouldn't be good at all because Big Bird might. I wonder if Big Bird would go for those worms. Nah, I don't think he would. Mm. Yeah. Do you? Nah, I don't think I so. I don't think he eats worms. I don't either. I don't think he does either. Now let's move over into the world of comics and comic books and cartoons. Everything's Archie. Jughead's running away from Predator, Kimmy. That's what's actually happening. Uh, I'm not kidding. I'm being quite serious about that. Mm-hmm. Jughead is running away from Predator. Now, according to comicbook.com, they have a review of the latest Archie versus Predator comic book. I am not making this up. I've mentioned this to some of my friends at Megacon, and they went, you're, you're insane. I said, no, man, I'm, I'm not. And they thought I was kidding, but I'm being serious. Matter of fact, I have it on my poll list. Hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I really do. I'm going to be stopping by a certain comic book store named Nerdtropolis in Ormond Beach to pick up mine mm-hmm. and uh, talk to the owner, Taylor, who's just a fun individual who actually recommended this to me. He said, oh, you've got to see Archie versus Predator. Mm-hmm. Dude. That's <laughs> what he did. Now, they have the review. Now, they say in the review, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. It's lengthy. We have it right on our website, RileyandKimmy.com. But they say, quote, every once in a while, an idea comes along that inspires two opposing but concurrent thoughts. They are ideas that seem simultaneously brilliant and idiotic, insightful and deranged. It's a sort of clash that makes the right and left hemispheres of your brain put on boxing gloves because there's no good way to properly identify the idea, at least until you see it in action. Archie versus Predator is just that sort of idea. And the first issue is a round one knockout. The winner is whichever side of your brain thought Predator stalking and murdering a bunch of Riverdale's cherished comic icons was a stroke of genius. The story begins with Jughead, who wins a Caribbean vacation for the entire gang. It's on the island that a predator finds and follows him back to Riverdale. But the story's main thrust comes from their adventures together. An impromptu fashion show serves as a centerpiece to the issue, and it's an absolute delight to read. And they go on about why it's a positive. Archie versus Predator, number one, that is. They grade it. They give it an A minus. Hmm. And it is available today, Wednesday, at your favorite comic book store. At that favorite comic book shop, if you don't have one, you say, I don't know where one is. You can find one quite easily. Go to our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And there, voila, you will have a comic book 
location right at your fingertips because we have the comic book shop locator and it goes down to like 1.5 miles all the way up to I think 50 so you should be able to find somebody that'll be able to help you right Kimmy? Mm -hmm. Now speaking of Archie Archie's been in all kinds of mediums been in cartoons I know that's probably what you're really familiar with I think uh, CBS TV when you were a little kid ran Archie correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even before that there was other incarnations of Archie and of course the comic strips and the comic books and the digest did you read the did you, yep. when you went to the uh yes the grocery store did somebody bribe you to be good and get the digest i had some of those i never got those mm. never got those at all never read those i don't even think i ever had an archie comic book in my entire collection i nobody you know even when people knew i was into comic books but they didn't know what kind you know the the older relative who trying to be nice trying to relate to the weird kid you know they go he's in comic books you know you know, I did get my share of, you know, Casper, you know, hot stuff, <laughs> you know, Richie Rich stuff that you didn't want. Uh, I, I got those, but I never got one of the Archie comic books at all. So mm -hmm. that just never happened. But what we're going to do right now is go back in time, Kimmy, to the world of Archie that went to a medium that was extremely hot and made Archie a mainstream thing. Radio So Wiley and Kimmy Show, we like to focus on the golden age of radio, old time radio, OTRs it's called, for those who are hobbyists, collectors. And Archie was part of that world, and it wasn't a surprise because there was a big superhero that actually blended the world of comic book, comic strips, and radio together, and was extremely popular. So all these other things kind of, you know, comic oriented started to go into radio not a lot of them now batman was one that really didn't it was like a an attempt with a batman mysteries thing it just didn't work and batman eventually would be a number of years after superman's de debut as part of the adventures of superman didn't have a standalone which most people would think they would but you know it, that just didn't happen but the other characters did you know there was others that were part of the the radio mainstream if you will with programming and archie was no different now what but there was a difference so archie was the first one to actually target teens that was what they went for they said we're going to go for a teen audience and that's what the program was totally revolving around and you have the entire riverdale gang of that era of course there's been new additions over the course of time but we have going back to the 1940s and 50s we have the archie andrews show and it is something that is a must to listen to if you love Archie. It's a rich history. And by the way, Archie is coming to technically an end. They're going to end the Archie uh, comic book line at number 666, I believe, coming up in June. Make sure you pre-order that at your favorite comic book store. And then they're going to retool and reboot with new new look and new stories. And that all happens with Archie number one, not to get confusing. And by the way, the digests that Kimmy really likes that are available at like grocery stores and things like that, those will still remain uh, published so we're going to you know take a look at that rich history and by the way i believe 666 that's going to be coming out in june is a uh you know a retrospective it's going to look at all different eras of archie so i thought we being a way back wednesday and with this big archie versus predator thing on it'd be kind of fun to uh, go back in time and visit riverdale visit archie andrews and we have 
an episode. It's from May 20th, 1951. Why we selected this, it's called The Big Ball Game. And the reason we cho- we chose that, Kimmy, is there's a big ball game coming up that the Riley and Kimmy show is going to. And that is going to be the Daytona Tortugas Cosplay Costume Night. There's a contest all involved that is in association with Nerdtropolis Comics in Ormond Beach. And we have more details available right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. So I thought it's kind of a perfect thing, you know, get us all into that baseball spirit. So let's go back in time. Keep in mind, some of the humor is dated. We're dealing with the 1950s here, but it is fun. It is theater of the mind. A lot of sound effects. Let your mind unwind with this one. Here's Archie Andrews, May 20th, 1951, the big ball game on the Riley and Kimmy show. Comics Magazine, know and love so well, Archie Andrews and all his gang. And now for our weekly visit to Riverdale. It's Sunday afternoon as we look in on the Andrews family, and at the moment, all is peaceful and quiet. We find Mr. Andrews seated in his favorite armchair, reading his newspaper. Excuse Mommy, I don't know what you ask for. Ha, 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 ha. Mommy said, but Daddy always goes over there. He, he, he. Hey, Dodgers and Cardinals playing today. That should be a great ball game. Starts at 2.30. Oh, good grief, it's almost 2.30 now. By George, I'm going to turn the radio on and listen to that ball game. <laughs> yes, sir. It's been a long time since I've listened to a ball game, and that's just what I'm going to do this afternoon. And that'll be the batting order. We still aren't sure who the pitchers will be, but as soon as we find out, we'll let you know. Ah, yes, sir. It's a long time since I've spent a nice afternoon listening to a good ball game. I don't have to remind you that with the traditional rivalry between these two teams, every pitch and every hit today will count. Oh, good grief. I just remembered I left my cigars in my jacket. Every player out there is out to win today. Uh, i to get some cigars right now so I won't have to get up once the game gets started. But no matter who wins or loses, there'll be a lot of baseball played on this diamond today. Yes, there are a lot of baseball. Yeah, and I don't want to miss any of it. You know, I'll get those cigars right now. So, here are today's pitches. Uh, Marty Marion is going to start Al Brazel on mound. And those Dodgers don't like what he throws their way at all. No, sir, oh, not Fred, at all. have you seen Archie? I... Fred? And hurling for the Dodgers will be Don Newcomb. For pity's sake, I was sure Fred was out here. Don to date has won three and lost one. Who on earth left that radio on? Manager Charlie Dressen knows what he's going to put in. Uh, <laughs> Don Newcomb at the... There. Next time Fred complains about electric bills, I'll remind him about leaving the radio on when nobody's listening. He and Archie are like a couple of kids. <laughs> yes, sir. Now I'm all set. Good cigars, not good ball game. Who could ask for anything? Good grief! Who turned off that radio? <laughs> Hope that darn thing isn't broken. And so, in just a minute oh, now, we'll hear the old cry of "Play ball!" and the game will be on. Yeah, for a minute there, I was afraid I wouldn't hear the game. Uh, Peanuts Lowry is going to lead off for the cards. He's already out there hefting a couple of bats over by home plate. Yes, sir. I'll just light up a good cigar and... Oh, good grief. No matches. And there goes Don Newcomb, out to the mound. Well, I'll just have to go get some. I don't know why I can't think of these things all at once. Newcomb is looking that new ball over. He wants to get the feel of it. Are you out here now? I... 
for Petty's sake, he isn't. And Paul's got to do tricks for him today, uh, yes, sir. Who turned that radio on again? Oh, in just about half a minute. I never in all my days saw a family like this. Turn the radio on and just leave it on. Yes, sir, I won't miss any of that game now, by George. Now for... 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 Well, who turned that radio off again? Can I even hear a ball game in my own house? I do. Strike one, call. <laughs> First pitch of the game, and it's strike one on Lowry. Ah, game started. <laughs> yes, sir, just settle down here and listen to it. <sighs> ah, there's wind-up. Pitch, low and outside, ball one. I won't get up out of this chair for... Oh, good grief, no ashtray around here. One and here. one's account. Certainly wish Mary would put an ashtray back in here after she washes them. She always leaves them out in the kitchen. There's a wind-up. Pitch. Strike two. A swing and a miss. Two and one. Oh, man, oh, man, what a mighty swing that was. Ed, is that you? That I one would have wanna... gone places if he'd only connected. For pity's sake, there's no one in here yet. And that radio is on again. Newcomb is winding up again. <laughs> Never in all my days seen such nonsense. I've turned this radio off three times now, and I'd certainly like to know who keeps turning it on. Oh, hello, dear. <laughs> ah, good ball game on today. I... Mary, are you the one who's been turning off that radio? Are you the one who's been leaving it on? Of course I am. I want to hear the ball game. Of course game. I turned it off. You well, weren't the listening. Idea is turning it off anyway. Well, why don't you turn the set Can off when you're not listening? Can I even a ball game in my own house? Do you, don't you care about electricity? Every time I turn my back, the radio's Every off again. Every time I turn my back, that set's on and again. And nobody's here. And nobody's here. Now, Mary, you I... You lecture me uh, about economy, but then you do a foolish thing like that. Mary, I... For Archie. Mary, no I... wonder he always leaves the lights on in his room and the water running. Mary! Fred, what on earth are you shouting about? Mary, I am shouting as the only possible means of making myself heard above the general uproar. Now, Fred, I know, I, want... I know you weren't making any uproar, but neither was I. Now, look, I can explain the whole thing very simply. I wish you would. I will. You see, I am simply... Hi, Dad. Oh, hello, Archie. Mary, I'm simply trying... Hi, Mom. Hello, dear. Uh, Mary, I'm simply... How's the boy, Dad? Fine. Mary, I'm simply trying... How's the girl, Mom? Archie! Huh? I'm trying to talk to your mother. Do you mind? She was no dad. I don't mind. Thank you. You welcome. Archie! Okay, Dad, Okay. (sighs) Now, Mary, as I was about to say, I was simply trying to... I was trying to... Mary, what was I trying to... I haven't the least idea, but I was trying to find out who keeps leaving the radio on. Radio? Mm-hmm. Oh, the radio! Mary, that was it. I'm trying to listen to it, and you keep turning it off. But, Fred, every time I came in here, the radio was on, and there was no one here. Well, I guess you just happened to come in when I was out of the room getting a match or something, because I want to listen to the ball game without getting up. Oh, for pity's sake. Ball game? She was what ball game? The Dodgers and the Cardinals. The Dodgers and Cardinals? Huh? She was, are they playing today, Dad? The... Yes, Archie, they are playing today. Oh, boy, I'll listen with you, Dad. Archie, that is an offer for which I am deeply grateful. Huh? Fred, never mind the sarcasm. Now, go ahead and listen. I won't disturb you. Well, I'm glad that's settled. Gee whiz, Dad, go ahead and turn the radio on. I am, Archie, I am. Oh, boy, I bet the game has started by now. Who are you rooting for, Dad? Archie, I am not rooting. I just want to hear a good ball game. Uh, Good grief. Who hit it? Pee-wee Reese. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, that's what old Pee-wee Reese must be saying for that last pitch because that run was sure welcome to the Dodgers right now. 
So that ties up the ball game, 1-1. One, one. Oh, boy, Dad, this is going to be some game. Yeah, Archie, it certainly should be. I... Oh, fine, Archie, answer that. Okay, Dad. But what a time for a phone call. Hello? Hello, Archie, Hello? Hello? Yes, I pitch. said this is Veronica. She was, I can't hear a thing. Hold on a minute. Razzle oh, Dad, would you turn the game off for a in. minute? Oh, fine, he didn't hear me. Dad, would you please turn the radio off? Oh, fine. Dad, would you please turn that radio off? Archie, are you... What are you shouting about? There's a pitch. I can't hear anything on this phone. Right, too. But, Archie, I want to hear this game. But, Dad, I can't even hear who's calling. Again, the wind-up. It'll just take a minute, Dad. Oh, me. All right, Archie. And it's right... There, it's off. Now, for Pete's sake, hurry up, will you? I will, Dad, I will. Hello? Hello, Archie. <laughs> oh, fine. Would you please stop cackling like an old lady in a Turkish bath? Huh? Oh, okay, Dad, okay. Hello, Turkish bath. <laughs> I mean, hello, Veronica. I can't talk now because my father's listening to the ball game. What did you want? Well, Archie, I just wondered if you all would like to go on a picnic. A picnic? Uh-huh. I thought today would be an awful nice day for a picnic. Gee whiz, Veronica, that's not a bad idea. Uh-huh. We could ask Jughead and Betty and, and have a real good time. Archie. Okay, Dad, okay. Gee whiz, Veronica, that's a swell idea. But will you call them up? I can't use the phone. All right, Archie. I'll have Jughead meet you, and then you call for Betty and me. Okay, Veronica, that's fine. All right. Goodbye now, Archie. Goodbye now, Veronica. Bye. Bye. <sighs> well, are you finally through? Oh, yes, Dad, all through. And guess what, Dad? We're going on a picnic. Veronica Archie, and I'm Betty a... and Jughead and me. Archie, Isn't that I a swell idea? Archie, all We're... right, all right. But I want to hear that ball game. Well, she was okay, Dad. I'm going up and change my clothes, and I won't bother you anymore. Well, hallelujah. What did you say, Dad? Uh, not a thing. Oh, okay. It's a high fly deep in the center field. It could be a hit. It could be. No, Perillo's under it. He signals for the catch, and he has it. So that's three out, retiring side, and leaving score, three to two, favor the Dodgers. Three two? Good grief. How did it get to be three two? But there's one thing you can't complain about in this game. There's been plenty of action. Yes, sir. This is not only a pitch and ball, but a batting too. And it's Archie, are you ball. calling me? Yes, but, what's uh, What? Archie, I can't hear you. Wait till I turn the radio off. Now, what did you want? I wanted to know what the score is. Oh, great. Archie, is that all you wanted to know? Is that all? Gee whiz, Dad, that's an important game. Oh, me. Archie, the score is 3-2. Oh, okay, Dad. Thanks. You're welcome. Oh, that kid. Can't listen to the radio. Have a minute. And it's ball four and sends Campanella to first. Dad! Oh, fine. Yes, Archie. Three to two, favor who? Favor the Dodgers. Oh, good. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. Favor who? Sometimes I wonder why that boy is... Oh, well, what's the difference? I guess he's entitled to know the score, but I... Oh, fine. Friends. 
Yes, dear. Can you answer that? Uh, Mary, I want to listen to... But I haven't heard a minute, but I can't even listen. I'll answer the doorbell. Why I can't listen to a ball game on my own radio, I'll never know. Hello. Oh, good grief, Jughead. Who'd you expect? Tallulah? (laughs) No, darling. But I didn't expect you either. But come in quickly, please. I'm listening to the ball game. She was what a coincidence. What's a coincidence? Well, Archie and I are going on a picnic. Yes, Jughead, I know that. And you know what I brought along? Yes, Jughead. A baseball. Yeah. Oh, fine. And is that the coincidence? Uh-huh. I thought Archie and I might have a catch at the picnic. Yes, Jughead, but I... I want... like having a catch, don't you? Yes, Jughead, but I you want... You want to have a catch now? Yes, Jughead. I... No, 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 Jughead. I do not want to have a catch now. And I do not want to hear any more about how you want to have a catch. Now, for Pete's sake, Jug, if you want to see Archie, go call him. But I want to listen to the ball game. Okay, Mr. Andrews. Oh, that Jughead sometimes... Hey, I... Archie! Oh, no, Jughead, please don't start that. Hey, Archie! Jughead, will you please be quiet? Hey, Archie! Jughead, will you please stop that shouting? Oh, me? Yes, you. Can't you even come into the house without hey, yelling? What on earth are you shouting about? Mary, I am... Oh, hello, Jughead. Hello, Mrs. Andrews. I came over to see Archie. Well, Fred, why don't you let the boy go up and see Archie? Mary, I... You always seem to pick arguments with poor Jughead. Poor Jughead? Mary, I'll poor Jughead him. And I thought I'll... you wanted to listen to the basketball game. It's a baseball game, not basketball. Then and why I'm... don't you just listen to it? Well, I... Oh, me. All right, Mary. I won't say another word. Not another word. All right. The idea of arguing with a boy like that. How do I get into these things? How? I don't know how. (laughs) Jughead, you heard what my wife said. Now go see Archie so I can listen to the ball game. Oh, hey, Mr. Andrews. Oh, Dad. What's going on? Oh, me. Archie, I don't know what it is. You don't? How come? I've been trying to keep Jughead quiet. That's how come. Jughead, see, was he here already? Hi, Jug. Hi, Archie. Sure. Archie, if you want to talk to Jughead, come down here and talk to him. I can't. Why not? No pants. Oh, great. Then be quiet and come down as soon as you get your pants on. Okay. The same goes for you, Jughead. I got pants on. (laughs) Jughead, I know that. I mean about being quiet. I want to turn this set on, so if you're going to wait for Archie, wait quietly. I'm quiet like a mouse. Good. Robinson I... coming up to bat now. Oh, boy, Jackie Robinson, my yes, favorite. Yes, Jughead. Here's the wind-up. Pitch. He swings, and it's a high fly. Oh, boy, I bet it's a double. Look, Jug, I'm... For a triple. Jug, I... For a home run. Jug, I... It's a home run. I bet it's a home run. Foul ball. Run, Jackie, run. Uh... What did he say? He said it was a foul ball. Foul ball. That's one strike on Jackie Robinson. Boo! Kill the umpire! Jughead! Boom! Right in the box! Jug! The umpire's trying to back! Jughead! That was not a call strike. He hit it. Foul. Oh, he did? Yes, he did. Now, for Pete's sake, why must he get so excited? I'm the nervous type. Yeah. Well, get unnervous. Razzle's winding up again. Oh, Dad! Show me. Jughead, see what Archie wants now. Okay. Jughead, why did you turn that radio off? How can I hear Archie with it on? Oh, no, Jughead, all right, but hurry up. What do you want, Archie? 
What's the score now? What's the score now, Miss Danny? I don't... I don't know. Oh. Archie, your father doesn't know what the score is. Jughead, I didn't appreciate the way you said that. Hi, Jughead. Hi, Dad. Oh, fine. Hi, Archie. All set for the picnic? Sure, you. Sure. Good. Huh? I said good. If you and Jughead are set for your picnic, go ahead and go to your picnic so I can turn this radio on. Okay, Jug, let's go. We got a call for the girls. Yeah. But you know something? Yeah? My Uncle Herman says it's going to rain this afternoon. Rain? Oh, gee whiz, it is not. Archie, look, would you and Jughead argue about the weather someplace else, please? Oh, okay, Dad, okay. As soon as I see what the radio says about the weather. All right, then I can see who, who says about the weather. The radio. There's a newscast on the other station now, and they always give the weather. But I... It'll only take a minute, Dad. Yeah, but I... You don't want me to go on a picnic and get caught in the rain, do you? Yeah. Oh, man, all right, Archie. Turn on your newscast. Check the weather. But do it quickly! Okay, Dad, okay. I never in all my days heard of anything And like it's this. another home run! I'm sorry to make you miss the ball game, Dad. That's all right, Archie. Well, what's another home run? It just take me a second to find the station that gives the weather. It must be here. Hmm. Ah, here's the station right here. Boy, that sure doesn't sound like the weather. No, it doesn't. Gee whiz, I guess we missed the newscast. Oh, fine. Well, if you missed it, you missed it. So just turn it back to the ball game and go ahead on your picnic. It's not going to rain today anyway. Yeah, that's what I say. Archie, I said turn that dial back to the ball game. Gee whiz, Dad, I'm trying to. Trying to? Archie, what do you mean you're trying to? Just that, Dad. This knob's broken. Good. For a minute, I was a... What's broken? This knob. It's loose or something. See it? It turns and turns, but nothing happens. Oh, no. Gee whiz. Archie Andrews, do you mean to tell me I can't dial the ball game now? Gee, I'm afraid so, Dad. Not until we get this knob tightened. Archie, I... Don't get excited, Dad. Don't get excited. This knob always comes loose, and it's very easy to fix it. My sight! I'll just go get your screwdriver, Dad, and, and I'll have it fixed in two seconds. You'll see, Dad. Archie, something tells me I'd better come with you. Archie, come back here, and I'll... I'll... Oh, me, what's the use? All I want to do is listen to a ball game, and what happens? What? Oh, you shut up! Lullabies yet when I want to hear a ball game. Oh, fine, now what? Hello? Hello, Mr. Andrews? This is Betty. Oh, great. Hello, Betty. Is Archie there? Yes and no. Yes and no? Yes, he's here, but he went to get a screwdriver to fix the radio he just broke. Betty, that's exactly what I'd like to know. But he's not leaving this house until that radio is fixed. Golly, then we better change our plans. Change anything you like. Well, would you tell Archie that to save time, I'll come over there. And I'll call Veronica and have her pick us all up at your house. Pick you up at my house? Betty, on second thought, Archie can... But Betty, wait, 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 I... Hello, hello, Betty, I... Oh, fine. Ah, Sometimes I think that Betty is just a female jughead. Here's the screwdriver, Dad. Oh, oh, good. Give it to me. Here you are, Dad. Now, just tighten that set screw on the knob and it'll work fine. Yes, Archie, I know all about that. Just put the screwdriver in there and... There. That should tighten it. Now try the knob, Dad. I am, I am. (laughs) It looks like it works now. You see, Dad, I told you it was easy to fix. Yes, Archie, but now put the screwdriver back in my workbench. But, Dad, I got to call for Betty. She's waiting. Archie, you do not have to call for Betty. She just called and said she's coming over here. She is? Yes, Archie, she is. 
Now put the screwdriver back in my workbench and do it quickly. She was okay, Dad. I still better go with you, Archie. Your father sure has a bad temper. Jughead, I do not have a bad temper. I just want to listen to this game. Oh, me, what's the use? Just turn the game on and listen before I go out of my mind. This I might have known. Fred, are you answering that? Yes, I'm answering that. But I don't know why. Hello, Mr. Andrews. How's the radio coming along? Oh, hello, Betty. The radio is all fixed, and I have high hopes of getting to hear that ball game any day now. Ball game? Golly, are you listening to the baseball game? That, Betty, is a very difficult question to answer. Oh, golly, I love baseball, don't you? Yes, Betty, but I... My father took me to see a baseball game last year. That's very interesting. And you know what happened? The pitcher scored five touchdowns. (laughs) Oh, fine. Look, Betty, touchdowns is football. It is? Golly, I was sure it was baseball. Betty, baseball or football, she was high, I... Betty. Oh, hello, look. Archie. Hello, Betty. And look out for Mr. Andrews. He's in an awful mood today. Hello, Jughead. Look, look, you kid. Now, if you have all, got all your exchange, your greetings exchanged, now, would you mind going to your picnic so I can get to my radio? Oh, golly, we can't go yet. Veronica's coming over. Gee, was she is? Uh-huh, I called her and told her to pick us up here. She was Well, now we'll just have to wait for her. Oh, no, you don't. Huh? You are not waiting in here. I have had absolutely all the interruptions and nonsense I'm going to stand for. Now, if you must wait for Veronica, wait outside someplace. She was okay, Dad. Come on, kids. We'll wait on the front porch. She was, let's go wait in the backyard. We can have a catch while we're waiting. That's a fine idea. Go out in the backyard. Way out. Okay, Jack. Come on, Betty. I'm coming, Archie. You got the ball, Jughead? Yeah, right here. Oh, those kids. I've never in all my days seen anything like this. I, every time I try to listen to this game, something else goes wrong. <sighs> uh, might as well get that game on while the listening is good. <laughs> it's funny. The doorbell hasn't rung yet. Well, maybe it isn't going to. Maybe I'm actually going to hear this ball game after all at long last. And once again, Stan, the man Musel steps up to the plate, and man, oh man, just look at the outfield drop back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, this is more like it. Some good baseball at last. Musel's crouched at the plate, and from the looks of him, he'd like to go around those bases at least once more today. Ah, there's a pitch. He swings and misses. Strike one. I'd sure like to hear Musel get a hit. Here's a wind-up. Pitch. Musel swings again, and it's strike two. Wow, what a game. I bet he strikes out. Since moment, folks. The cards can use that hit, but it's two strikes on Musel right now. <laughs> Good grief. Who the dickens is that blowing that horn, anyway? <sighs> oh, great. It's Veronica. Uh-oh. Oh, fine. And Vanilla's coming out from behind the plate for a little conference with Newcomb. Veronica, why are you blowing that horn? I just want Musel struck out, and the catch probably wants to find out what Newcomb has. What? It's two strikes on you, Joe, and one more. Oh, fine. Veronica, I can't hear you. Just a minute. Between whether or not the Dodgers are. Now maybe I can make out what the dickens that kid wants. Hello, Veronica. What do you want? Archie, is he ready to leave? Oh, fine. Uh, Veronica, he's around and back at the house someplace. Now, will you please go and get him and stop honking that horn? Oh, all right, Mr. Andrews. I'm terribly sorry. It's all right. I'm terribly sorry, she says. Sometimes I wonder how Archie can have so many dizzy friends at one time. I... What's the difference? I'd better get this ball game turned on if I'm ever going to. I sure wish those kids would leave for that picnic. Then I'd have a little peace and quiet around here. And And that makes it three and two on Musel. Three and two? Yes, sir. Three and two. (laughs) What a spot for a pitcher to be in. 
For that matter, what a spot for Musal to be in. Good grief, what a spot for anybody to be in. Yes, what a spot for anybody to be in. Yeah. Crowds yelling for a hit. You can probably would rather walk him, but that boy Musal prefers to hit him, and my guess is he's going to swing at this next ball if it's anywhere within a block of the bat. I'll bet he does. There's a wind-up. The pitch. And he swings and hits it. He hit it. He hit it. It's a high one. It's going up, up, up. It may go over the fence or it may land in center field. Where it's going is anybody's guess. It came in here. It landed right in the stand. And the fans are fighting for the ball. I got it. I got it. I, I, I. That's funny. How the dickens did that ball get in here? How Musil did that, I'll never know. Man, what on earth is that? Mary, I don't know. Like this baseball spot. came through the window. Through the window? Our Dad, window? did that Mary, ball come in here? I, I told you I not to let Betty throw it. Judgment, Red, turn I, that radio off. Mary, don't! She's in a concert, Judgment. Betty, I'm... I thought you said Archie was in the backyard. Veronica, Veronica, when did you get here, Archie, Veronica? Who I, broke my window? Now, just a minute, here. Just one minute! Now, that's better. Now, listen to me, all of you. This nonsense has gone far enough. Too far, in fact. Yes, yes Mr. Andrew. Yes, dear. Yes, Dad. So has the ball. But you know, Jug, be quiet. Half an hour ago, I decided to try to listen to a ball game on the radio. And what happens? You struck out. <laughs> Jughead, be quiet. I certainly did strike out. And why? Because nobody around here has the least regard for me. People keep calling everybody and turning the radio off and asking for the score. And then Jughead throws a baseball right through the window. Now, if you kids are going on a picnic, go and right now. And I want nobody to set foot in this room until that ball game is over. Now, do you all understand that? Yes, yes Mr. Andrew. Yes, dear. Yes, Dad. Would you repeat the question? <laughs> Jughead, please be quiet. Well, go on. What are you waiting for? Go on your picnic. Okay, Dad. Come on, kids. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Oh. oh, thank heavens. And now, Mary, I am going to hear that ball game. Yes, dear. And I'm terribly sorry you had so much trouble. Oh, look, dear. Let's just forget the whole thing. I want to do nothing but relax and listen to this game. Yes, I guess that's it, folks. Coming down heavier now, and the Empire's just called the game because of rain. Good. I always like the Empire. Yeah. Call the game because of rain. Fred, you oh, that's the no end game of the game after for all? today, folks. After all, I went through and no game. How do I get it? Archie will be back in just a minute. But first, in a way, America is like a large family. We squabble and squawk among ourselves sometimes. But when danger threatens and the chips are down, we stand together. Well, right now, in this time of emergency, a good many Americans are doing their part as members of the Army, Navy, Air Force, or Marines. A good many others have gone to work in defense plants to help turn out the weapons needed to protect this nation. Lots of us belong to volunteer defense organizations as aircraft spotters, auxiliary firemen or policemen, nurses' aides, and so on. And also many help through the Red Cross by giving blood or time or money. Well, there's one defense job everyone can do, and it doesn't interfere with our regular jobs either. That's to buy defense bonds. Buy them where you work, through the payroll savings, or where you bank, through the bond-a-month plan. Buy them regularly, 
And buy extra bonds, too. Bonds are the backbone of your defense effort. And defense is everybody's job now. And now back to the Andrews. It's a short time later, and we find Mr. Andrews just recovering from the shock of discovering that the ball game was called on account of rain. He's in the kitchen talking to Mrs. Andrews. Do you feel better now, dear? Ah, yeah, Mary, I certainly do. <laughs> you know, this tea was just what I needed. Good. <laughs> and what are you going to do for the rest of the afternoon, dear? Well, I don't know. I just thought I'd take a nice and easy and listen to the radio anyway, even if there is no ball game on. Oh, Fred, you can't do that. I can't? Why not? Because the children canceled their picnic because of the rain, and they're all out in the living room playing records. Playing records? Mary Andrews, now you listen to me. Well, if you Fred, think I'm going to put up with those kids again, you're mistaken. Out of the house. Out of the house. Out of the house. Out of the house. the house. You've been listening to another transcribed chapter of The Adventures of Archie Andrews, written by Carl Jampel and based on a copyrighted feature appearing in Archie Comics Magazine. Archie is played by Bob Hastings, Jughead by Harlan Stone. Mom and Dad Andrews are played by Alice Yorman and Arthur Cole. Veronica and Betty by Gloria Mann and Rosemary Rice. The sports announcer was Ross Martin. This program was produced and directed by Kenneth McGregor. Listen next Sunday at the same time for more of the merry adventures of Archie Andrews. This is Mel Brandt saying so long till then.